Hello. It's, it's 2020 again already? <laughs> That's why I can't hear Was it that bad? <laughs> I mean, the first two or three months were okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Yeah, actually. yeah. Any yeah. take us? <laughs> Anybody? I just really Come like your now. partner, and I don't think she would appreciate I that. I don't think she would. Well, I'm far too <sighs> angry to talk about it. So would anybody else like to explain what happened? So once upon a time, there was a magic box. Mm. And it decided to play a trick on Lance and appear as if it was recording properly. Yeah. Only the reason it was a trick was it was not recording properly or to our standards for a regular episode. Yeah. For about half of this episode, uh, it was not, in fact, recording. So that's some bullshit. And I'm pretty mad about it. Do you want to have a Lance rant so right now? this is not the greatest conversation in the world. This is just a tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Long time ago, me and my brother Kyle here. Uh, no, it's still a good conversation. It was. It was still good. Like, it was, it was good. We just missed the last half of it. Yeah. And so it was recording, but it was recording on the laptop. So maybe I will just... Put that out on the Patreon, and and it is what it is. But well, I was well. That yeah. is the time where we revealed all of our deepest, darkest secrets. Yours was so actually really dark. I'm if you want to hear that, like because of legal reasons, you yeah, shared yours. Say, yeah, it's we're, true. We're, it's all available no, on no the Patreon. <laughs> Uh, so apologies to every. Although the people listening, they don't know what they're missing. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea what happened. It, it was That's so true. good. So, it was pretty fun. Um, really but it was, it was very fun, but here's what we're going to do instead. Because we keep talking up uh, our album monitor podcast that we have. Mm-hmm. So when this episode cuts out, which I think is like commercial time, then what we're going to do is we're going to throw it to one of the album monitor episodes. And it's going to be a sneak peek of that. Mm-hmm. And it's actually going to be before it comes out. On album monitor. So there's that, which means, so this is basically a challenge to myself because I don't have it edited. So, but I have half of an episode to edit here. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to play this half of the episode and then we're going to get into our album monitor of garbage version 2.0. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be perfect. Right, right. That's right. So, yeah, but so you'll get a little taste of album It's almost like we monitor. planned this. Yes. Yeah. So if but you stay tuned, <laughs> you'll find out why that's perfect. I promise you I did not plan this, and I'm still very angry. And yet, we should still start the episode. We should. Okay. Welcome to the show. <laughs> the shit show. <laughs> everything thank you you should get your mic hello this i'll is turn everybody on here no that's fair i was well because so when we i got the shrimp tacos at estas and oh, they yeah, worked were the- and so i was wondering i'm just like what do you have gotten oh, fish these are or i don't fresh. know if you ordered yeah i, I 
I love like salmon and um, mm. I like cod. But you got I the like, beans, right? I like halibut. What's that? At the the tacos, you got the beans. I did. Oh man, yeah. that was they really had bean good. tacos or vegetarian tacos. Yeah, they yeah. used um, missed that. Yeah, they used black beans or pinto, and the pinto was basically just like these really good refried beans. Oh my god! You know impressed. what I saw? What? When I was at Sam's Club, they had steelhead trout. Which I never that? see here. Oh, yeah. Is that it's like what my cousin, I don't eat steel, my cousin so. fishes <laughs> for steelhead. <laughs> so okay. like, oh, what are we gonna eat? What that. are we gonna eat for drinks? Is what I eat almost for drinks. Oh, what are we? Gonna well, eat let's start for with drinks. the cold because yeah. that makes sense. The beer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is all uh, the beers. All it's the been beers. a day. This is made in Iowa. Oot, oot. It's called. Uh, oh hi, yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm right here. It's called Tip the Cow. It's cocoa espresso milk stuff. Wow. I'm excited. Good. Those are a lot of fun words all next to each other. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, so like actual milk? Like dairy? 100%. No, I don't think so. But that's what it says. Which is why I got confused. Have you ever reveled in the es- essence of or a no. chocolate-covered no, espresso no, 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 bean? No, 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 It's fine. I, the reason why I was confused is because sometimes Sam and Kate are the same person to me. And Kate <laughs> doesn't have dairy. But Sam, you will have dairy occasionally, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like yogurt. That's about it. So the other day, going back to our tacos, um, I actually I had a taco kit and I did not have any meat, so I used the taco seasoning on a bunch of black beans and it was delightful. Nice. I'd never That's yummy. It was I've really yummy. I'd never done it before, and so it was great. So I just used that instead of ground up beef. Everything good. Everything. New headphones. Great. I can hear. Veronica and I have new headphones. So um, they are That's the same cool. as yours cool. and that one, cool. but yours are gray, so you're still like cooler. I am the outcast in this. Yeah, group. one uh-huh. in four gets bae, a gray bae. headphones. I feel like uh-huh. each of us has like bae, one yeah. thing that we're the bae, outsider bae. on. Like I never wear plaid. <laughs> this one doesn't have hair. What? <laughs> Agree <What's> with <laughs> us? <laughs> I don't. What is happening? Did you? And what? Well, I don't know what you're. Did you already have green hair? Did you already go to the gym, or are you going to go to the gym? I haven't gone to the gym I today. See. Was just kind of a lazy day, but I may go to the gym later because clothes, I need to. Yeah. So, do you eat fish, Lance? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I do not. You just eat. I have he hates good things. I have eaten fish. Yeah. And I have begrudgingly eaten things that were cooked in the same oil as fish. But well, that's very chocolatey. That uh oh it I'm is. excited. I haven't tried I it yet. Enjoy it. Mm, I'm gonna I take hope, out this gum because it's not, I'm it's a got a professional. kind of a strong flavor, so I hope it's not too overwhelming for anyone. Hold and on. if you don't like it, just spit it out. <clears throat> spit it on the floor. <laughs> With all the others. So pour I one did out. Clean the floors. Yes. <laughs> oh, Let's make it three just weeks in a so row, baby. No. Okay. Um Yes. Yeah, no, I don't like fish. I've had, I've been forced to eat sushi in the past, and that was disgusting. It's okay. so good. It, okay. But I think what I'm being told is that I was in a bad situation because the sushi had been sitting out for Ooh. a bit. Oh, no. Like, I don't know how long, but it was like I was late to the party, and they're like, you need to try the sushi. And I'm like, but I don't want to. And then they forced me to put it in my mouth and like, the the whole thing was in my I you know the the whole roll or whatever was in there and I couldn't swallow it but I also mm, didn't want to spit it out rough. so it was just like yeah. hanging out in my mouth for another Hate it two when minutes it just hangs out in your mouth and then I just glared at all of my friends that made me do it you know when we went out for 
I think it was Ryan's birthday. And yeah. We had sushi. That was oh, yeah. really good. No. And, and yet I just again, ordered there, what there, Melissa they were... had ordered and it was vegan and it was really good. Well, they were trying to get me to try some of their shit too. And the, because that's what friends do. Were they but, like California rolls maybe or something like that? Well, or Might like, have been. I don't know what that is. I don't remember I think what it mine has, was called. The, I said, I'll have what she's having. It doesn't have any mm. fish Yeah. And it has like avocado in this it. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank is you. It good. Yeah. Good. No, I like I'm this. I'm glad you like it. Stray like from the beaten path for sushi. Yeah. So it's called Tip the Cow. Yeah. And it has not sweet potato, but it does have a picture of an upside down cow on it. Yeah. Which um I don't want to be too picky about this, but uh I believe they just took an image of a cow and flipped it upside down because otherwise his tail would not be sticking up. <laughs> Her if it's a cow. Maybe. Uh, Do you see what I did there? I don't want to try see, to You see how the tail is just yeah. still like in the downward position if you were standing it up? Be hanging, it should it, be hanging. It would be laying yeah. on the ground. Right. So this beer is bullshit. <laughs> cow shit. I think it's cow shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, it, but it is good. Well, it's so, made in Waterloo. Which is not uh, that you know, far from here. Um, no. I'm j- I j- it's just an observation. Maybe I'll send them a letter later and have Write them, them a saucy think letter. about that. Yeah. You know what I noticed today? <clears throat> What's that? What? Uh, so I was in the shower, like you do, mm. and I was looking at... Your penis. Uh, <laughs> like you do. <laughs> and um, I was reading the I, one of the, the bottles upstairs, like the, the shampoo or something like that. And I made the observation... Scotch. I made the observation <laughs> of how... I was wondering how they decided to put full sentences on items, but not use punctuation when it's on like a bottle or something like that. Have you ever noticed that? Oh, yeah. So that it's like it's like they're listing things or giving you directions or saying what it can do. Mm-hmm. But then there's no punctuation right. on it. So is but it's not a title. It's not anything like that. It was just I was just looking at it, going, "That's interesting." Like if it's so, at what point do you drop the periods? You know, yeah, after menopause, <laughs> like this, like on this beer, <laughs> like true. like on this beer, it says "stray from the beaten path," all in caps. So maybe if it's all in caps, then it's okay. But then on the back, it says "go ahead, comma tip one," and but they use the comma. Should I tip it? Don't. Oh. I guess you you're missing a subject, though, aren't you? Or is path the subject? I don't think this is a proper sentence because oh, I guess the U is implied. Yes. But then they're using a comma still. So punctuation still matters? Yeah, not on okay. the front. She's talking about the one on the front. Well, but, it, but, it's, front. but it's all one I and the same is what I'm saying. I, Call our I work with a bunch of writers, so teacher. I don't have to know anything about writing. I don't they know check enough everything. about grammar. Hmm. What about or Andy Grammer? Writing? No, I don't know anything about him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is kind of dumb that they have some punctuation and not others. But he had a song once. If we get out our red pens, probably we take care uh, of the situation. Well, it's, I mean, Sam and I have a red pen. Liquidy. I don't know if you do. It's more hmm. purple, really. Fair enough. <laughs> don't worry um, about it. Both of those. <laughs> Mine lights up. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. <clears throat> um, <laughs> this has a little more alcohol than the average beer. The average that explains bear explains it. Yeah, perfect. So uh, maybe don't guzzle it. Anyone? Yeah, Veronica. Too late. Too late. <laughs> Gonna pound it down. 
Can I have another one? This is gone. Yeah. There's two, there's, there's two more. Glad that you finished that off right at the beginning. It's good. Right after. Wow. Don't drink it too fast. Done. Oops. Uh, well, welcome back. This is uh, this is a thing that we're still doing. You're welcome. <laughs> Everybody doing good? Doing well? Yeah. I yeah. Can't, I can't say doing good because then I get in trouble from Andy Grammer. Oh. Is that how that works? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you're not doing good. You're doing well. I'm doing well. That's yeah. right. Well, I haven't said that I'm doing well yet, but how how's everybody else doing? Do, should we jump into the weeks? Let's do the weeks. All yes. right. Veronica looks looks excited. Tell us how your week was. Um, I don't remember much about the week. All right. Coming but... up next. Woo. Oh, shit. I remember yesterday when I went home for lunch and I left my keys in the ignition and then my car wouldn't start uh, and it still won't start. Wait, what? Why? Why? Why I do, does it, leaving the keys in the ignition? should not matter. <laughs> but okay. it does. Wait, but did it kill the battery? Yep. Drained mm. it all the way. Oh, okay. In like 20 minutes. But yeah, like in 20 minutes, that's yeah. wrong. But uh, yeah, so a, then today. It's a small car. So that does. Uh, no. Today and it's not like it's cold because like my car has problems if it's too cold, right? But no, it is my car fine. Just hates me. You should That's have your car see somebody. I will when I get it unstuck from the garage. So you haven't been able to jump it yet? No, because it's stuck in the garage. We tried a trickle charger and it did nothing. <laughs> I wish I would have known this before <laughs> I came here because I actually have a like you can plug it in and then it will charge your car. Since I live That's alone, what, that's what we tried. Oh, and it didn't work? It did not work. Bummer. So um, a friend of mine is going to help me get it out of the garage, and then we're going to try to jump it and hopefully get a new battery. Nice. And maybe a blinker light, because I have been ignoring that problem for a while. Yeah. Well, don't get a double A this time. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> those don't last nine as well. Volt? Yeah, that you get at least better. a okay. nine volt. Okay. That, that'll Great. get you a little further down. Did the you know that um, <laughs> the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff had a song called You Saw My blinker did you know that i didn't know that you said blinker and it made me think of it because it's just how my brain works so i decided today that i would borrow the extra car that we have i like that you have an extra car now well lars's dad has two vehicles right and so there's an extra one and kaya was using one for a bit right so i went over to start that one and then come over here and it is also dead (laughs) Because that's how my life is right now. And I did not cry. Okay. But man, it was close. Uh, I picked her up and she was crying. Yeah. I was not crying. I was crying on the inside. I told, so Veronica had texted me earlier and she like listed everything that was not going right. And I'm like, that sounds about the point where I start stress crying. Mm. So kudos to you for not. I'm dead inside. It's okay. (laughs) I don't know. I think the last time I cried. Oh, you know what? I almost cried last night when uh, we were at our read through. Yeah, and uh, everyone was singing Edelweiss at the rehearsal. That okay. was adorable. It got me. Got me a little bit. I was that in Act Two. Yeah, yeah. You weren't there. No, nope, I bailed. I wouldn't have done it because if you would have been there, I would have been ashamed. <laughs> you would have been like, man up, Barnes, man up. <laughs> For those of you who are just joining us in this topic, we are a part of a show called The Sound of Music that apparently people have seen before, but not myself. And your takeaway should be Sam is a crier. 
So yes, there's nothing wrong with that, though. There's nothing wrong with that. I did. Did I say it with the tone? I just said that should be your takeaway. End of story. It I think the sounded last, like it could be. Judging. I think the takeaway no. should have been. See, here's the, the thing. The, I, I think the yeah, takeaway should be that I am not a crier. Even and in we have questions. About the that. brief bits <laughs> of the last episode that I paid attention to, <laughs> it seems like you guys infer a tone in what I'm saying, and there's no tone. I'm not. I'm not saying. I, I'm not. Maybe it one was way in conjunction another. with Sam's comment of if Lance would have been there, it would have been a shame Maybe. to cry. Oh, that's fair. But Maybe that we primes also me for hearing the tone. Need to infer the tone so that we can then have conflict because that is more entertaining. Yeah. But I was going to say something else, but I forget what it was. Oh, we were uh, last time you cried, right? Right. Um, probably a movie. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, most likely. Uh, and then before that, potentially watching Kara doing her show on stage, Music Man, because oh, I yeah. and, and fortunately I got to see it and experience it like while it was happening in school uh, versus, you know, uh, the night performance when all the family and everything like that was there. But yeah. I recorded that one, too. So, yeah. Jamie, when was the last time you cried? Um, actually, probably when I was watching a movie. I think I, I cried during the Adam Project last week. I That's a crier? I just I I didn't see that coming. It's not really. But like I don't emote easily. So it's like I save it all up for when I'm watching a movie. Yeah. And then so even if it isn't like really pulling on the tug heartstrings, I did I mean I'll do that. Um but then before that probably uh like just a little bit before that because of life. So Yeah. So well, I say it on a boat, but I you'll have that. It's have been you, rough. Have any of you guys ever gone to like a concert and just been like, "Wow, I'm watching this group that I really like. I'm finally getting to see them, and I've never seen them before." And then they play a song or something, and it just like moves you to tears. Like yes. I've had that happen before. Yeah, I can't remember a specific time. Well, yeah, there was the time at the Atlanta show, but um. Uh, that was more to do with, you know, me being there with Kara. Yeah. But still, you know, that but certainly the show meant a lot to me because aside from the one time that I'd seen her before with Veronica back in like 17 or whenever that was, maybe even before that, I it was just somebody that I'd wanted to see for a long time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. You know, the it certain things can hit you at the at the right moment where you're just like. You know, you can't believe that it's happening. And as you get older, your emotions flow a little bit more easily. And yeah. it's bullshit. Is that going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Dead you, inside. Wait, wait until you turn 30 and oh, okay. then you'll you'll yeah. find out. Yeah, you're not there yet. But yeah. when that doom, 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 uh, that uh, big little town, I almost started. Please don't. <laughs> Oh, Please don't. When the fog machine turned on, <laughs> and the guy switched out his regular bass for the upright bass. Ooh, wow. <laughs> well, uh, moving on from that. So, uh, is that it for your week, Veronica? That's all I have. My oh, cars nice. hate me, and I'm going to bed. Nice. <laughs> uh, Jamie. How was your week? My week was pretty good. Actually, I'll start with today. It was a little bit of a weird work day because I was at a photo shoot all afternoon, which does not usually happen. I don't usually go on the photo shoots. And so that was kind of fun. We were with the school mascot. 
and we were just having him record reaction videos, basically, mm. yeah. so that we can then uh, use that for making gifts or social media posts. The Psy, the people who are Psy are just riots. Like I, they are really good at communicating non-verbally and it's very interesting mm. to see. And I'm always really impressed with the people that do that because even though there were just four of us, once Psy was there, there the person was gone. And so there was no talking from them or anything. It was just very, very interesting how dedicated they are to yeah. that. Um, I've heard the audition process for Psy is pretty rigorous. I'm sure. I I don't. Yeah, I think it's. And then they like have to go to class and mm-hmm. like learn how to be Psy so that yep. it's kind of consistent from. <laughs> no, I did not audition to play and Psy. Then, <laughs> and then somebody leads them to the door of the dean and then in the Psy suit and you see the door slowly close behind them for a private moment. And uh, <laughs> that's when the. The auditions are made or broken. Excuse you. <laughs> no. It was funny in my head. <laughs> Only there. <laughs> and then you see you see Sai slowly turn around and look at you with despair in his eyes. <laughs> Back. <laughs> Back. Please don't make me do this. <laughs> Uh, it was kind of fun, though, because we were talking about, like, gifts that we like it, so we could, like, brainstorm ideas. And it was really hard because you have to remember that his face is frozen. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so it's just like, what all can you do when your face is not going to be adding changes? I'm like, well, can I just add eyebrows to do, like, <laughs> and they're like, do birds have eyebrows? I'm like, they do now. This one good. <laughs> hey, forgot about angry birds. He yeah. does. Damn it. Um, but so that was just yeah red does I think a couple of them do but yeah it was just kind of fun but before that this weekend we all saw each other we did for someone's birthday yeah we'll get there okay we'll get there so big secret Ooh, the other thing (laughs) don't tell I have watched more basketball these last Uh, four days I'm sorry than I normally do like than I probably have in the last five years and that is just a really weird feeling for me I don't know what to do with it but it is pretty fun. And I just have to brag on my alma mater because it's one of three universities that have both teams still in the tournament. Ah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I thought we could talk about it uh, during the news, but we, we can just talk no, about it. No, it can now. wait. I mean, I think. Totally Use not. a sticky I'm note. Gl- sticky I'm, note I'm to remind you, yourself. No, I mean, I'm glad you brought it up. I, mean, I don't know if we have to elaborate on, on it much more, but it's pretty great because. You know, the women haven't been there since 2010. Yeah, it's been a while. And it's been a while. they have a really good team. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the men haven't been there for, uh, it's been like five or six years, but they won two games last year and now they're in the Sweet 16. Just so you know, I'm That's a little awesome. disappointed because I was going to rattle off all of those stats and shit yeah. that he just said. Right. But you beat me to it. You're a dirty, mm. dirty liar. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. So Go that was Cyclones. so unexpectedly a lot of basketball in my life, and then hanging out with friends, and then having a weird work day, which was delightful. That's my week. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Excellent. How about you, Sam? Uh, yeah, my week was pretty good. You know, work and all that fun stuff, and um, stuff with the show we sort of talked about, and some social things that we're going to get to later. And I also watched a ton of basketball. Oot, oot. Um, and Ooh. Kate was cool with it. She actually got into watching Iowa State. She was like, 
this is pretty exciting, especially near the end of their last game. So. Nice, yeah. Because she, you know, it's her alma mater, so she was excited. Um, gosh, what else was going on? Nothing. That's it. We all live very exciting lives. <laughs> Excuse you. My life would be exciting if I could get a car to work. Can I see that pencil? Thank you. So, yeah, my week. Uh, well, I turned 40. Yeah. I see you're in time. all black for the occasion. And I am, but Life. that's just, uh, that's because I own a lot of black clothes. <laughs> Life just started. Life, Welcome to Life starts at 40. It made, did you ever watch uh, the the movie This Is 40? Uh, Did you no. see that? I think it was a Judd Apatow production. Um, I, I think Paul I Rudd was in it. I just remember uh, the scene of Paul Rudd, I believe, finds something. Um, we'll say that it's in his uh, taintal region. <laughs> And so there's an image of him like on the bed with his legs up asking his wife to come and look <laughs> at it to <laughs> to make sure <laughs> everything's good. <laughs> it made me think of that. It was pretty funny. So uh so yeah, it made I you think about taints. It made me think, well, that led me to taints, which brings me to my next topic. Um I need all of No, never mind. Uh yeah, I'm gonna head so, out. Bye. So please, I pretend like you oh, don't try to Jed show Apatow's that off. Wife and it mm. doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie Mann. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it was a funny movie. It was good, but um, but yeah, uh, we had a big thing on Saturday at the bar and had a live band. Um, prior to that, we went out to get some tacos at Estas, a a bar with uh, pretty decent, I would say, bar food. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's in it Campus Town. Good. So yeah, good. that was. I think that that went well. And then we all went to the bar, and I didn't really know what to expect going into it, and how everyone would respond to the live music. But uh, not only just our group of friends, but the fact that it was open to the public. And uh, I later on. After the after the day, I believe Sam, we were having a conversation and uh, via text, and you had asked uh, what I thought about the the party and just the whole thing, and I think it was the best one yet. So that's a that's a hard one to uh, to follow, you know. Just just wait till next year, buddy. Right. <laughs> that's a tough act to follow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, you do. It's because you're not it's in a the reference same boat. from one of our old shows. Well, I don't remember. I don't have a memory like that. So yeah, I, uh, it was uh, fairly groundbreaking for many reasons. We uh, probably had the biggest turnout at the bar. Yeah, there were since so many people since March insane. of 2020. And then, and possibly more important to me, we had the biggest turnout of friends yeah. since mm -hmm. probably New Year's going into 2020. Oh, man. So that yeah. was really cool. Um, and that, that meant a lot to, to me. So that was, uh, that was fun. So yeah, the, the family did some stuff for me for, uh, for the birthday and uh, friends did some cool stuff and it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, the band was great. A friend of mine, Eric McCoy, is the lead singer 
for Bad Friends, and they, man, they killed it. They were really good. Uh, I I knew going into it, he said that they would have one break, but more or less play for four hours, and good Lord. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he does it, man. It's, uh, it's crazy. But I got some good videos of them and some photos, so I'm sharing it with them so they can use it for promotional stuff and i'm hoping to have them back if not one more time this year maybe twice so that would be that would be cool and maybe even work something out for new year's if that's possible well maybe we could snag them for that you went on stage with them i did go on stage uh so originally so earlier in the day we were there when he was setting up and and he said, look at the set list. Tell me if there's something that you would be interested in in singing. And so I'm going through it. Great songs. I mean, we all heard them all. But a lot of them would be out of my range because of how I was, uh, you know, created. And uh, that's the way it is. And so I, I looked at him and I said, OK, maybe Other Side by Red Hot Chili Peppers, because I can karaoke them, you know, like... E- just easily, which is, uh, I ironically, uh, one of their song titles. So one of my favorites. Uh, it's a. It was that was a great album, right? It's pretty good. That was the one with uh, Californication, right? Yeah. What was that? The name of that album? It was. Yeah, I remember things sometimes. Coming to an album monders <laughs> near you, maybe someday. You never know. Maybe. You never know. Uh, so so yeah, I said, well, I could probably do other side, and then. I, at one point in an earlier conversation, I said, do you guys still play Flagpole Sitta from, uh, by Harvey Danger? And he was like, yeah, that like people fuck. For that being like the one hit wonder that that is, people lose their fucking minds mm-hmm. with that song. And so I said, and I could probably do that depending upon the time of night. Yeah. And so then the night started. We're there. Did you want to say something? What'd so you have? it was kind of funny because... Sam comes back to tell us that you are singing. And what I heard him say was not flagpole Sitta because then Kate's like, I didn't hear you or I don't think I know that song. And I'm like, well, I definitely know I don't. But then I go up there. I'm like, oh, I know this song. <laughs> and then you're like, so I wanted I didn't see you. I was just like, I'm an idiot. I do know this. I think what I said was our friend Lance is singing Harvey Danger on stage right now. Harvey Danger is the band. Yeah. Uh, that might have been it. Yeah, I think that's what I said. And then everyone uh, came out to see him. Yeah. Well, so earlier in the night, he start like the band started to play other side. Right. And so the, and then I'm standing in the back and Eric, I, there's no visual for you guys listening, but Eric just basically puts his head down and glares at me to see if I'm coming up. <laughs> but like the words were about to start. So I'm like, no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. And yeah. I. I regret that I didn't go then because it would have been fun to do more with him. I think you, I think you made a better choice uh, with Flagpole Sitter. <laughs> it was a crowd pleaser. That, yeah, that one's more great. fun to sing along, and everybody knows it. So, yeah, yeah. And and then so that that one was coming up, and that was after their break that they had, and I think. Eric was a few more beers in, so he was just like, hey, Lance, get the fuck up here. <laughs> and so then I went up and and sang with him, and I got to watch it back. And for the most part, I did okay, but you could tell that that entire night I had been yelling at people just to talk to them 
because my voice wasn't and and yeah. that's what's so ridiculous is how like just doing that how much that affected my voice and he was up there for three hours <laughs> prior to that like you know singing songs at the top of his lungs and it didn't affect him whatsoever i was yeah. like oh my god how i'm so out of practice how was everyone's voice the next day because i was Ooh, pretty it was hoarse. Hoarse. well yeah. and so i felt bad because i actually went to the back to talk two people so I could hear because it yeah. was very crowded and loud up in the front. Mm. And so I did really enjoy the music and had I not like, I haven't seen so many of our friends in so long. Mm -hmm. I would have sat up there more if I wasn't so focused on catching up, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so like next time, because we're going to be able to start seeing each other more, I will probably sit through but we like it was gonna be impossible to have a conversation yeah so i went to the back and so my voice actually the next day was pretty good because i was able to just kind of speak at a normal yeah somewhat normal level for the most of the night i was not <laughs> and, <laughs> well i'm sure well and, yeah if you're up and, front and then to toss in singing harvey danger you know above all the rest that i had done well, that evening and then at the end, and I don't know why, but he was like, I'm sure Lance knows the words to What's Up by Four Non Blondes, so let's get him up here for that, which is definitely out of my range. <laughs> so then I have to get, in order for me to do that, I have to get louder yeah. and, and be more forceful with my voice, which well, I was able to do, but... Yikes. Well, especially because like a lot of people like talking to you anyway, because like you've <laughs> know so many people through the bar now. Oh, yeah. And then it was also your birthday. So everyone else <laughs> wanted to talk to you. So like, I'm sure your voice was in high demand. Uh, it, it was being used a lot. But I, I tried. I tried. I sound. What's interesting is that I think I actually sound better <laughs> when I lose my voice as far as <laughs> as far as talking is concerned. Like. If if we were to stay up all night singing karaoke or or you know yelling at at a live event or whatever, and yeah. then we were to come the next day, I think our voices would sound so much cooler than they normally do. But you can't sing <clears throat> with that kind of voice. Very Phoebe Buffay. Exactly. It's the it's the same <laughs> principle. It depends on what it, you're singing. It, it really fair enough. It depends. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Crash test dummies, maybe. Yeah, like if somebody's like Tennessee Ernie mm -hmm. Ford, let's go. Popular yeah. karaoke standards. So, so there was there was that. I'll, <clears throat> I'll have to see. Maybe I can find a find a clip of me singing with them. That was that was a lot of fun. And I will not include the last verse where I definitely screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> but then I heard, but then I heard it because Eric was singing with me and I'm like, oh yeah, those are the wrong words. But yeah. he, he has, he had this really cool thing um, down on the floor in front of the monitor where he would kick a pedal and it would go to the next song and show him all the words. 
So that would help him through it. Oh, but, yeah. And so I he mean, cheated. Well, that we talked about that. It was kind of funny. Alanis but, did that when we went to see her. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I would do the same thing. How yeah. many songs well, did you just sing be, that night? Well, I'm just 40? And I mean, think Sorry. about no, when oh, you do. No, I mean, I wasn't saying that you were being critical. No, no, no. Just, but think about what you do. Like, like I've been on stage in a show yeah. and then gone out and I'm just like, I don't remember what I do here. Oh, I know. And and if that's, you're that's the terrifying. front man right. for a band, it's crazy. Yeah. But um, I <sighs> will say that being up there and singing with a band behind you, I can't think of a cooler Pretty feeling. Good. I mean, it depends on who you are. Yeah. But it was so much Pretty fun. Good, man. It was, man, yeah, uh, it was a blast. Well, okay, let's wrap up. Well, it's birthday time, and Sam yes. brought me a Christmas present. Oh, yeah. Happy well, Christmas so, birthday. So um, I'm going <laughs> to... Come on, it's, man. I it's used what I had. It's actually not a Christmas present. It's just red and green. It is. That's funny. Uh, Lance, I do appreciate this present paper. is me not giving you an Imagine Dragons record <laughs> like I was going to. And That's it's the so gift nice that keeps on you. giving. <laughs> I'm so oh. um, Hopefully you don't have it, but... Based on the size, I don't think I do. Ew. Assuming it's a new thing. Am I right? I'm right. <gasps> Why are pink. you making a sound that makes it sound like the person's oh, vibrating? Oh, wow. Did we talk about this? Did we ever talk about this? No. Okay. I can't I don't believe think you got so. him garbage. <laughs> I love that you got me garbage. <laughs> I did. This, I didn't even know this was a thing. I would have given it to you uh, when I saw you for your birthday party, but I uh, didn't have it wrapped. Oh, man. <laughs> what the fuck is this? So here it is. Did you watch the the doc that I sent you? I have not watched it I sent it, it to, to both of you, I haven't so you got to check yet, that out. But I heard so, about this book, and I was very excited. So uh, this is a book called This is the Noise That Keeps Me Awake. This is a, that's lyrics from a song. And um, yeah, so Garbage with Jason Cohen. It's supposed to have some really terrific photos in it. And um, oh, nice. Yeah. I fucking love the neon yeah. in it. So for those Smart at Studios, home. this is uh this oh sorry. Uh but um the next time that I'm in Wisconsin in Milwaukee, gotta go check this out. Cause that's I believe that that's still their studio oh, right there. That's cool. This is really cool. So it's like a coffee table book on the band garbage. Yeah. Yeah. For those at home that can't see. It's like an autobiography. So I think it's all of them like contributing to it. Basically, That's really cool. Thanks, uh, dude. For sure. Um, When you had told me that you'd gotten books for your birthday, I was like, oh, shit. I got this book sitting here. No. Now he's not going to like it. I like having books. He hates books. And uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, reading is hard. I mean, it's no hard. Sue Henry, but it's probably going to be right. read by him. It's not. Dude, I'm excited about this. Yeah. this I didn't even know this existed. But Where'd wh- you find this? Um, You know, around nice. places. But um, it sounded like a book that you could kind of read and put down. You didn't have to, you know, plow, yeah. plow through yeah. it the whole night. But you can read it at your, at your leisure. That's my wrapping paper. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, thank Nibs. you, You're my welcome. friend. Welcome. Yes. What? Who said my name? Anybody? No one. I said okay. Nibs. Oh, Nibs. That's my middle name. <clears throat> the um, ghost said your name. So. <laughs> um. Anybody that listened to the last episode? Uh, the ghost episode. You mean? Excuse Call you. back. Call back. I need to find 
Um, did you ever watch Lights Out with David Spade? Yes. They had a, they had a dude on there, the announcer that that did that whole c- c- call back. <laughs> I'm just gonna straight up steal that and put that as a okay. button on here. Oh, do it. Yeah. Do it. Um, Veronica, could you tell me what your note says? My note says, <laughs> Lance, say something to me. All right. <laughs> Here's what I was gonna say to you. A while back in an album monitor, you had said that you weren't really a fan of Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. Fugees. I have said that on a rare occasion. So I went and listened to the other version, which was by Roberta Flack. 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 Oh, uh, that's, yeah. So um, I listened to it, and my official decision has been made The Fuji's version is much better <laughs> because the Roberta Flack one, it's a fucking snooze fest. Whoa. <laughs> and, wow. And okay. I'm over it. But, but I did give it a chance. I was you. I was upstairs I and I it, it for some reason it popped in my head and I said, oh yeah, I wanted to listen to this because I knew that I had heard it before, but it had been years and years. So I said... Alexa, play such and such by Roberta Roberta Flack. And so it played. I got through the whole thing and realized Veronica's wrong. That is fair. (laughs) Just wanted you to know. keep in mind that this was probably the first cover that I ever knew was a cover. Okay. And I did not understand what that meant. Yeah. So... It was just very yeah. Like I, I haven't heard that version like in a long time. Mellow, so um, it is very mellow. I kind of forget that she does it's a it. Very different song. Yeah, it, they are very different vibes. I think it's okay to appreciate both, right? I feel like Lance disagrees with. I that's not really his personality. I don't turn that song off every time I hear it anymore. So eh. I've grown as a person. So I proud of you. I just remember texting you at one point when I was really getting into like 90s hip hop at some point near the beginning of the pandemic. I was like revisiting all this old like 90s hip hop. Well, yeah. I remember texting you and being like, hey, you're into 90s music. <laughs> and I was like, what do you think of this album? Uh, the score by the Fugees. And you said, um, not really a big fan of that hit song. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. But. <laughs> Since we talked about it on Album Wonder, yeah. I listened to the whole album yeah. and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, the album's good, I think. I don't think I would have gotten it if I listened to the whole thing back yeah. when it came out, but I really like it now. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's one of those albums that I think kind of got reduced to just being about one song. You yeah. Know? Because one when you song, have a song that's song. so big. We're going to put this to bed, so to speak. We're going to have a showdown. We're going to have a, a showdown. song showdown. Yeah. Uh, but first, how long is it? Are we, are we due for... Can we do a commercial? Do I it. I mean, it's been... Yeah. Is that how it works? Okay. Yeah. I'm not an expert, but I feel like our commercials are getting much better. Yeah. What do you think? Anyone? I love our commercials. What's a yeah. commercial? I mean, I like that we actually it's talk funny about you should something ask. now. Uh, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> this is a commercial? Oh, interesting. And you're in it. So. <laughs> what, uh, what do we do during a commercial? Well, what we normally do is we try to advertise our Patreon. It's where people can go to uh, support the podcast for when we need to do things like buy new headphones, which I did today (laughs) because the other ones were broken. (laughs) Uh, Fun fact, Veronica's headphones had black duct tape on them for the last ever 
So these ones don't stick to my hair. <laughs> it's weird that you don't want gunk in your hair. Oh, she wants gunk oh, in her hair. Yeah. Hey. I just want to choose the gunk. There's something about Veronica. See what Indeed. I did? I, did you get that joke? Was it funny? I got well, those are two different questions. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes Sam doesn't get jokes, apparently. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, uh, check out our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash opposite. Uh, we also have another podcast where we talk about music and music-related things, such as garbage, which if you are listening to this episode, which you are, uh, we just brought them up. So go and check that out. That is album Monder. And Monder means it's to ramble about something. Thank or something you, Jamie. Like that. Thank you. You that's pretty much all that it is. Yes. So and I mean it's fitting also if you ramble the answer. Yeah. And somebody it just makes sense. It's it's an active demonstration. I like that. And uh that's the end of our commercial. So that was a good commercial. Thank you. Crushed it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, eventually we'll have like an actual commercial, but I just don't care yet. So whatever. Um, I, for my, um, spring break, so to speak, it was my children's spring break. Yeah. But we went to Stillwater, Minnesota. Did I tell you guys about this? No, you said you were going to Minnesota, but no context. Yeah. So we went there. I guess that would technically be a part of, uh, how was your week? But. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm. It's the old switcheroo. I'm doing it now. Uh, so we went to Stillwater. We did some shopping there. Um, and then we went and stayed at a hotel kind of further towards the cities and did some fun stuff with the kids. And the main reason we had to go up is because the basement flooded. So I had to um, uh, repurchase some furniture uh, for down here. Yeah. But one of the shops that we stopped in up there had some interesting items and I figured I would get a couple because you guys, I believe, like games and enjoy trivia games. from time to time. Yes. So I thought that that might be <gasps> up Set our alley. Point. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. I think it's still so, in my purse if we want to play. So I'm going to start with the 90s. And this is 90s music. Don't look at your card yet. It's 90s music trivia? Yes. Oh, I'm going to cool. do real and bad. I, as you saw earlier, I just opened these very poorly <laughs> with a mechanical pencil. It's all good. And oh. so I thought that we could ask the question to the group and mm -hmm. see who gets it. And undoubtedly, it'll be... It'll be Sam. Wow. That's not what I was going to say. But um, it can certainly be a competition. And who would like to go first? I want to go first. So I just read the question that's on here? Yeah, read the question. How, how's this going to go? Are, are you, just gonna, gonna are you all just going to shout Yeah, out? I think we'll just blurt it out. And I don't, here's the thing. I don't know how easy or hard these are. So they it could just be that we all know every single one. But I, but I have no idea. We're going to find out in just a few seconds. Okay, all right. Here we go. Oh, boy. <laughs> Difficult. <laughs> Uh, here's the question. Which English band had a one-hit wonder with Unbelievable? The Beatles. Unbelievable. Oh, I don't know that. Who Mr. Barnes. That is E-M-F. That is correct. Oh, thank you. It is, in fact, E-M-F. But that was the right song, right? Fine. Yeah. Come All right. I'll go next. I'll go, you go. Yeah. You, no, no, no. You are right. You got it. Um, next question. Oh, this is interesting. What is the name of the 1992 hit single 
by Shakespeare's sister. This is a hard one. I just thought it was funny because it said Shakespeare. Oh, and you <laughs> so feel I like just I should had know. <laughs> you feel like you should? But I don't. I bet I know the song, but Shakespeare's sister. Hmm. Yeah. Don't, don't, uh, don't think I know that one. The name of the song is Stay. Zero I points. You. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you remember, but last week, Sam and I were doing some freestyling on the pod, and it sounded pretty good in my opinion. So I'm going to plug this <laughs> in, and we're going to hear... <clears throat> We're going to hear stay because, because I have no idea what it is. I don't but I'm, I'm wondering if it's something that we actually do all know. No, we just don't know what yeah. it's called or who the band is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm guessing Shakespeare's that. sister. Uh, Surely stay. one of us have heard the song. Interesting. It's been several hours. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know this. Not yet. Anybody? It's kind of stereotypical 90s, so I'm not sure if I've actually heard it or if it just kind of sounds like some of the other songs. Oh, I think I've heard this. I really hope I'm surprised and remember the chorus. Okay, I do remember this song. You do? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I will not. Did somebody else do this? I'm not sure, but I, I, do, I do remember that song. Does it ever like kick into anything? Like I can't remember what happens, but I, mean, I do remember hearing that song. Yeah. I mean, something's kicking in. It's the Iron Giant. Yeah, you will. I mean, like, right. I, like, okay, I, I get it, but I guess that answers the question: How hard do some of these questions get? Because that was pretty hard. That was a tough one. Yeah, yeah deep good cuts. job, good job, game. All right, I like it. <laughs> Here, one moment. If you guys remember, we we lost part of our episode uh, because of um, technology and how it hates me sometimes. So uh, that that's technically the end of our episode. Yes. But we're going to go into the album monitor that we talked about, Garbage Version 2.0, which is something that I brought to the table for a couple of these nerds here. And um, I didn't know if they were going to enjoy it when we started, but uh, well, I guess... You'll, You'll see how out. it goes. You're going to find out. That's right. right. Yes. And uh, let's go straight into that. Enjoy a little sneak peek. Show, we talk about my body. <laughs> Apparently, sometimes. <I> <laughs> my bad. Uh, I take it back. 
No, I don't. No, don't. It's a safe space. Um, and then we take that space and push it out <laughs> onto everyone's internet. We're about body positivity over That's here. Right. We are. That's right. And I feel more positive about mine when I work out. That's all I'm saying. I That's feel just positive me. about the parts of my body we talk about on this That's podcast. Good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so if you remember last episode of Album Monder, I brought up that we should discuss Garbage and their album version 2.0. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what did we think just generally? We don't have to get, you know, into the into the bones or anything mm-hmm. like that. Is that a term that people say? Uh, into the meat? The weeds. Into the weeds. The yeah. bones, the meat, and the weeds. Uh, we don't have to go there. Uh, but, but we just, can. But did you enjoy listening to it? Uh, yes. I was glad that I listened to it because this is one of those albums that I feel like a lot of my friends had yeah. and I had never listened to it. So I was happy I finally listened to it. Nice. I love me some garbage. So that was fun. Yeah. Thanks. I was pretty excited to bring up this album. Back in the day, I liked garbage. I liked their hits. And I think I had listened to the album. I never, I never owned the album when it was out. But I really enjoyed the music videos and the singles that were released. And honestly, I don't know why I never bought it back then. I probably ended up buying the first two albums somewhere around 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. But not, but never did it at the time that they were released. But what's been fun for me is that I dove into those pretty hard. But then as time has gone on, I've slowly introduced their other albums um, just into my daily life, like um, beautiful garbage, absolute garbage, uh, and and it's been, it's just been like it, it's been a lot of fun because when you do something like that and you do it over time, even though the the albums have been out there and maybe you've heard a, a single or two here and there, it's it's new to me, yeah. And it, it's yeah. just it's been a lot of fun, but by and large, the bulk of their hits are from the first two albums, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had the pleasure of seeing them live with Alanis last year. They were opening for her. And man, one hell of a show. And I don't know if you guys stumbled upon it, but there is a documentary out there. And I don't know where to get the official documentary. I had to find it on YouTube. And I didn't want to spoil things for you, so I didn't send it to you yet, but I'm going to send it to you, and I think that you will love it. And the title of it is Thanks for Your uh, Support. (laughs) That's the title of the documentary. (laughs) But it's I think that they must have filmed it or released it around like 2005, 2006. Okay. But it has a lot of behind-the-scenes footage that they filmed throughout like basically from the inception and when they first brought Shirley on board and through I want to say like uh, I'm not sure what the what album that would have been it would have been um well I like I like uh music documentaries so I'll probably watch it yeah uh, regardless because <clears throat> I watch uh music documentaries about bands I don't even like like the Eagles and they're fantastic right would have gone through bleed like me Oh, okay. That um, and that is an album that I haven't even fully mm-hmm. gotten into, so yeah. I'm pretty excited to yeah. do that. I mean, I did the same thing with Suzanne Vega back in the day because I just I never really had gotten into her. I just liked a couple of the songs, 
And so then once I dove in, I went like one album at a time and didn't cheat or anything like that. And just almost like they were being released exclusively to me. Sure. (laughs) And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. We are going to go back to when this album came out. Garbage version 2.0 to 1998. What do you think about 1998, Veronica? I think it was probably a great time in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I I bet that we were a similar age. We were probably. I think we've established this before that we're the same age. I think so. we were going into our junior years of high school. Oh, man. That's so weird. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you remember yeah. being at, at our junior year of high school? Uh, 1998, if you would have turned on the radio, you might have heard something a little like this, which I mean was very, oh, it's more talking and music. (laughs) Sam loves it when you speak in a song. Maybe on the radio, it didn't have the speaking part, right? No, it did. They probably talked over it. Oh, oh no! Yeah. I think they did cut this out for the for the okay. radio version. Yeah, I think it started in right here when she started doing the ooh yeah, yeah part. Yeah. She loved to talk. She loved to talk in her songs. Well, if Mutt Lang would have told her to stop talking, <laughs> maybe it's because being the producer that he was. Maybe it's because she's not that good of a singer. Oh, oh them's fighting words for Shania Twain. So this one was probably one of the biggest hits yeah. in 1998. It was a big one. Also, maybe a little of this. Sam's thinking. Did you get it? Yeah. All right, there it is. Now I'm not sure. Like, this is just the Billboard Top 100 in 1998 that I'm looking at. That I'm pulling songs from. It doesn't necessarily mean that they were the top ones. Although, if you were going to ask me what song was number one, probably this. Unless I'm remembering wrong. I had a dance to this song. The Jiggy Dance? I don't remember if it was. You didn't just take it straight from the music video? I don't remember what I took it from, but I was very talented at my dancing skills. I believe it. I could do one move. And what was it? You'd have to see it. I'll show you someday (laughs) when I'm very, very drunk. (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. Also, one more. We're just burning through these, man. Man, every... Every dance. Wow. Is this memories flooding in? Down for a minute. (laughs) I mean, everyone pretty much thought that these guys sounded like Michael Jackson, right? Uh, No. They, they, they did to me. Interesting. You never thought that? No. Wow. But yeah, um, all of the dances. I want to stand with you (laughs) on a mountain. I appreciate that. Um, I was going to be done, but I decided we're going to do one more. Yes. Oh, 
Thank you, 1998. I appreciate what you did for us. Also in here, All My Life by Casey Chucho. Oh my God, that was huge. <laughs> what about the one I showed you? Uh, which one did you show me? Next. Oh, yes. Too Close by Next. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember that one. None of these are anything like the album <laughs> that we're going to talk about. Not, not at all. <laughs> Different genres here. Not at all. That's I mean, good. That brought back some memories. Yeah. <laughs> I how how hard did you guys dive into uh, researching this album? I made some notes. Excellent. I listened to the album like you know, probably what equated to maybe you know three and a half times. Excellent. Yeah. And Veronica, did you do your typical diving into the lyrics a bit? Can I, I expect did. some well, of that? I did, some I of did that too. dive into yeah. the lyrics a bit. Excellent. Um, I researched on one website that I happened to have up on my screen. So <laughs> I didn't do any fact checking. So we'll see That's what okay. happens. It's okay. Nothing we say has to be truthful. <clears throat> no. Just, you know, entertaining. That's all. Yeah. So we talked about this obviously being 1998. It, the release date was like right at the beginning of the summer. It was like May 11th. So then when this came out, people could just, you know, it was one of those summer albums, which I feel like always leave, like, especially when you're younger or in high school, I feel like always leave this kind of imp- like maybe a deeper imprint on you than, yeah. than other albums do, you know, because mm-hmm. they're those albums you can listen to throughout the summer when you're a kid and you're with your friends and stuff. But you guys want to know about some other, since we talked about some of the singles, do you want to know about some of the albums that were released in the same month that this album was released? I would love yes. to know that. Okay. Uh, cause I made a list. So along the lines of Shania Twain, we have Leanne rhymes sitting oh. on top of the world was the name of the album. This album was unique because she did a cover of purple rain hmm. on the album. Yes. I don't remember. How that. do I not know that? I didn't know it either. <laughs> this was like brand new to me. Hmm. I, I couldn't wow. believe it. And I didn't listen to it because I was afraid of what I might hear. Yeah. So I skipped and that. You were go. afraid that you would love it. <laughs> yeah, right. Pull it up. Let's Could be. It. It's probably the best version of Purple Rain ever. Anyway, there's also Hanson's Three Car Garage. Okay. The indie recording. I'm pretty sure my wife so has that. So that was like a prequel like uh, album because I think they'd already put out. Yeah. What's the middle nowhere? Is that the one? Yes. What yeah. That called? was the big one with the so then in on it. their indie recordings album. Three car garage came out after that just to placate the fans that were so rabid for more Hanson. Okay. Uh, then we have Lenny Kravitz's five. Yeah. yeah that was a huge album. A huge. It had fly away. It had American woman on it. What about uh, DMX? It's dark and hell is hot. Had the Rough Riders mm. anthem on it. Mm. A really great compilation album uh, that my sister had and listened to a lot. B-52's Time Capsule. Oh. Songs for a Future Generation. That was nice. um, a really good greatest hits album that combined like old and new, all of their big hits. This, this was the same month. Yes, the as, same wow. month as this garbage <laughs> album came out. All of these albums are. Um, a few other personal favorites. So Tori Amos from the Choir Girl Hotel came out. Um, Jeff Buckley, Sketches from My Sweetheart, The Drunk. Those are just personal favorites, though. But anyway, all those albums came out in May of 98. Wow. Yeah. Did you dive into the backstory at all? Of this album? Of Well, just of garbage. Oh, uh, I didn't. Good. <laughs> <laughs> because I did. And I didn't. And I didn't know if we were going to double up or not. So I think everybody who knows anything about garbage knows that the vocalist is Shirley Manson and she's got a very distinct 
and in my opinion, great voice. And what's also interesting about her is that a lot of times when someone from overseas, not America, sings, they can lose their accent. Sure. But some of hers comes through when she sings. And I really, I really dig that. I think that that's awesome. She, uh, she came from Edinburgh, uh, Scotland, Mm -hmm. and she was actually originally in a band called Goodbye, Mr. McKenzie. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah, Mr. McKenzie. And then that band was having some issues and i believe someone ended up leaving and then that left a few of the members and so they formed a side band called angelfish okay that band angelfish had a single called suffocate me that landed on mtv's 120 minutes one time just just one airing of that music video and that was when Steve Marker, who plays guitar and keyboards, uh, he just so happened to be watching it and I think maybe even recording it. And he went to Vig and Erickson, uh, the the other band members, and yes. said, hey, we should audition this person for our vocalist. We should poach this vocalist from this yes. other band <laughs> yes. to join our band. And that's, they, that's kind of, you know. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I do. All right. When I'm looking I, for actors, I well, go to other shows. So well, and all the guys in the in the <clears throat> band, they're and I can give some more backstory later, but they're all basically producers. Yeah. And and not bad ones. And so it was like something was destined to come out of this. Right. And so I assume that this is fairly accurate, but I'm gonna read this basically from Wikipedia. This is Shirley Manson's Wikipedia page. Okay. So it's said that Vig invited Manson to their studio, uh, which is Smart Studios, which a couple of uh, the band, mem- band members started together All previously. Right. They invited her in to sing on a couple of tracks. After an unsuccessful audition, she returned back to Angelfish. Manson admitted she felt intimidated, showcasing herself to Vig, who produced bands that she admired so much, such as Nirvana, Sonic Youth, and the Smashing Pumpkins. And Vig added that the audition's disorganized nature, along with the Americans not understanding Manson's Scottish accent, caused communication problems. And at the end of the live tour, uh, Angelfish imploded, and Manson returned back to Smart for a second try. And she began to work on the then skeletal origins of some of the songs, and the band then officially invited her to be a full-time member. Because we are discussing their... Uh, second studio album. Yeah, I thought that it might be okay to play just a couple quick clips from the first album. Sure, just in case anybody listening has no idea what we're talking about. Although I'm not sure why you would click the episode if you didn't. So first of all, a huge hit that they had was this one, "Stupid Girl." recall garbage coming on the scene at all i remember hearing some of the some of the songs i definitely remember this one yeah yeah i think my first uh recollection of garbage was from the romeo and juliet soundtrack 
Oh. Yeah. Which song did they use in that? Number one crush. They did? Yes. That was a big song. Hey, I knew that answer off Uh, the top of my head. My daughter actually put that on her one of her spotify lists as one of her favorite songs yeah she does like that i knew i liked that kid uh wait i will play a bit of the chorus just because i feel like i have to So that was one that I wanted to play a little bit of. And uh, the other one that I thought might be something that people recognized would be this one. I'm only happy when it rains. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm very excited when a song starts with part of the chorus. So (laughs) (laughs) it's right there at the beginning. And uh, there it was. So that was their debut album. And uh, now we are going to move on to the album of the hour, which is Garbage Version 2.0, which to me, it's funny because... In 1998, we were very much of a time where everything was like beta or 2.0 or mm-hmm. 3.0. And that's it kind of reminds me of that. Totally. And let's get into track number one. This is Temptation Waits. guys think of this one i thought it was a great way to kick off this album there is no doubt that this is garbage (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) i i kind of bounce back and forth if i was to you know i'm all about resequencing if i feel like it's needed right i don't know if this was the best song but i also have interesting feelings about this song because before i owned this album i owned the Buffy the Vampire Slayer album. Mm. And this song was on there. Yeah. And so I always associate, just because of the the order of events and how it happened for me, I always associate this song with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And um, actually, this song was also licensed to Angel, which was a spinoff of Buffy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was licensed to Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. And... And also the Sopranos. 
Oh, really? So this was used in all of those? I don't know. That's <laughs> I so know weird. that that is a similar face to what Why I made when I read that. shows be like, we all want the same song in it. I, mean, I don't know. That's interesting. And yeah. this song. I mean. This wasn't even rele- released as a single. Yeah. Right. So it's interesting that they chose this that one. That is interesting. And it just kind of, I don't know, had a life of its own without it being a single. But you know, it is cool <laughs> lyrically. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> This does a lot of comparisons between falling in love and being addicted to drugs. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Considering the Buffy Angel rela- relationship and basically That's true. the way those work, this yeah. song, right? Pretty appropriate for that. Yeah, I maybe this is maybe this was a good one to start with because I felt like one of the things that I really noticed when it starts is that the sound is ricocheting back and forth mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. headphones mm-hmm. that was the first thing i noticed about this song so i almost felt like it was like hey we're just making sure your headphones work we're just getting <laughs> you we're getting you warmed up ready for our album you know so i <laughs> well it worked anything, yeah absolutely worked uh so yeah that that's the main thing that i would say about this i love the song mm-hmm. but i'll never not associate it with buffy the vampire slayer yeah. just because i was so into that and and I was exposed to, I mean, I think I had watched Buffy, but I wasn't as into it at the time as I was later on. But still, I think I was even working at Target. And I was like, oh, this looks like an interesting album. So I, I bought the Buffy soundtrack and I'm like, all right, rock on. And it was like a bunch of good songs in there. Yeah. But because I didn't have this album, I hadn't heard it elsewhere. So. It is can what I, it is. Can I just mention that I had forgotten that you also worked at Target? Yes. <laughs> you can mention that. Um, Lance and I have worked at the same places, but at different times. Yep. <laughs> Multiple places. It would have been funny if it did overlap. It would. Hey, how would you guys like to go to track number two? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. I love this song. Who caught the Shakespeare reference? Um, I did not. I didn't either. So the line in the song is, if I should <laughs> fail, if I should fold, I nailed my faith to the sticking pole. Oh. Which is a reference to Macbeth's screw your courage to the sticking place. Do you just go to a site that says all of the Shakespeare? references that are out there do you know or did or did you legitimately hear it and be like hmm that sounds familiar no it's to, the uh, annotated <clears throat> stuff uh, lyrics site oh, okay. that i find so it was annotated but i did recognize it well, as well played. when i saw it 
Because uh, I love Macbeth. Fair enough. Sam. Yeah. Uh, during the intro, when I heard this at first, I was I wouldn't have been surprised if Cheryl Crow started singing when it kicked in. <laughs> oh, yeah. For some reason, I just heard like, I could have heard like Cheryl Crow doing something. I don't know why that popped into my brain, but it did. I like the dynamic between verse and chorus. I mean, one of the best parts of this album is I think I'm paranoid and it kicks yeah. in with the guitar, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just that heavy. It's hard. It hits you hard. It's fantastic. Uh, like that part. Uh, I like at the end how her voice sounds different for the kind of the outro bit of the song, that steal me, deal me bit that it mm-hmm. ends yeah. with. Her voice sounds like completely different. Um, I thought that was interesting how they, how she was just like either made her voice sound that way or, I mean, we talked about how they're all producers. Yeah. So perhaps maybe they uh, put some effect on her voice. But anyway, um, I just thought that was kind of a, an interesting touch too. If you ever want to dive further into garbage, listen to Beautiful Garbage. That's a funny thing to say. It yeah, is. we're we're gonna probably have a few a few things like that. Today. <laughs> it's fine. It just sounds funny. They're yeah. used you to want to dive into some garbage. By the way, it was when they were rehearsing <clears throat> and just kind of getting the ball rolling. Yeah, one of their friends said, "It sounds like garbage," and <laughs> so they rolled with it. Good for them. And went with the name. And I even saw, I want to say it was in that documentary. Uh, that that that's online. I'll, like I said, I'll send you the link. I wish I could find like a DVD of it or something yeah. uh, just to buy it to su- support them somehow, like through their website. But I I don't think it it exists for some reason. Yeah. But um, they have clips from MTV of mm. even like Kurt Loder bringing them up for like the first and and referencing just how funny of a name oh, that it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's you're gonna. I'm telling you, you're, you're gonna love that documentary. Cool. Did you find who licensed this song? No, I did I not. Well, well, guess what? What? I did. Nice. <laughs> it's uh, on the 2007 Rock Band game. It is oh, available to play. Nice. Okay. That's the only reference. That's I was more I of a Guitar Hero guy. Oh. Not so much mm, Rock Band. Okay. Uh, one time, I got shin splints from playing the drums on Rock Band. That's <laughs> funny. One time I played <laughs> rock band with a group of friends and I got stuck with the drums. And so, that's wait, when wait, I realized <laughs> stuck with the drums. But I was so well versed at guitar in Guitar Hero. <laughs> and I couldn't I I like you need to warm up to the drums, man. Yeah. And yeah, I couldn't do true. it. We were like playing fucking psycho killer or something. <laughs> and yeah. I was not good oh. at it. I think we might have failed just because of what I was doing. We should do a B-side that's just us playing rock band. <laughs> there you go. I have it. I'm sure people just want to hear that. Like <laughs> hitting the drums and pushing buttons. Yeah, that'll be yeah, Oh my god. No, if you if you were here, you would like it. Trust me. <laughs> Sounds much better if you're here. Uh anyway, I think I'm paranoid. Probably one of my favorite music videos that they did. All in black and white. It's just, it's a great fucking song. However, I'm not sure that it's my favorite from the album, Mm -hmm. which means that that one might be coming up maybe soon. I guess we'll see. It's, it's a little convoluted. I'm, I'm still not sure. I know which one is my absolute favorite. And I know that we like to dive into that, but, but we'll see. Did you know that they were sued over this song? I didn't know that. 
Go I on. I learned that today on the one website I looked at. Really? <laughs> um, they were sued by American Breed. Okay. If you pull up, if you want to pull up the song, it's called Bend Me, Shape Me. Mm, that does sound <laughs> very similar. <laughs> and it's a familiar, I, I recognize the song when I listen to it. So who won? It was dismissed as a nuisance suit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I've heard I that mean, song before, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did you see the movie Bad Times at the El Royale? <clears throat> I sure did. It's in that. Okay. Because that's where it pulled up. Oh, yeah. I, that's where I, I found soundtrack. it as well. Yeah. I, I love that fucking movie. Though. It was a great movie. Oh, yeah. And I actually thought <laughs> recently that I should rewatch that because I enjoyed it when I yeah, watched really it. Good. Um, yeah, I did not know that. Well played. Okay. Thanks. You have stumped the stumper. <laughs> anyway, track three. love this album so much mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it i it's another one of those i just regret that i didn't buy sooner you know what i mean yeah it's and i love i know we talked about this separately uh not uh, not here tonight but i just i also love how 90s it sounds mm-hmm. like you know like the alt 90s and yeah. and i i don't know it's this one uh, could be one of the contenders for my favorite song hmm. on this and words cannot express how cool it is when they start playing this song live yeah. in front of everybody. It's just, it's such a fun song to sing along to. Hmm. It's just so good. What do you got, Veronica? I think this is my favorite song on this album. Yeah. Um, this is the one that feels like nineties teen movie. Yeah, and it really I does. Even, yeah, I was talking to Lance earlier <clears throat> this week, and I said, "Is this one in Clueless?" And I looked it up. It is not. It is in Big Daddy, the Adam right. Sandler movie. Yeah. Oh. I also thought it was interesting. This has, when I was listening to this this time, I kept going back and going, "Man, this sounds like something else. What is it?" Yeah. It's the opening number to Heather's the Musical. Oh, so really? they have to have been at least somewhat, I don't know if it was consciously, but inspired by Garbage when they wrote Beautiful for Heathers. Yeah. Because there's a lot of similarities. Beautiful. There. Nope, wrong song. <laughs> no, not that one? Okay. Sorry. You know it's true. 
Uh, my no- it's funny that you mentioned the 90s uh, teen movie because my note on this is sounds like the theme song for a 90s TV show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really does. It really it does. And it's such a di- it's such a dynamic switch from the way it begins to just like kicking into that, you know, like super fast, like 16th beat that's happening. So yeah. I don't know anybody that can not like this song. The They don't rub it in your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It comes and it goes mm-hmm. and it's just enough between these songs. I want to say some other stuff that I found out about the uh, the band members. So we've got Shirley Duke. Steve and Butch. Mm-hmm. So now Duke plays guitar and bass. And I don't know if you remember this band, Sam. Uh, I did not. Uh, he formed the band Spooner okay. in 1974. Do you know Spooner? I don't. Neither did I, so don't feel bad. But um, Oh, and he also plays keyboards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but later in Spooner, uh, later... Butch joined Spooner as the drummer. And so that's how the two of them first got acquainted. Yeah, Yeah, there. That's what the word I was looking for. You said in 1974? In 1974. Dude, how old was this guy? Exactly. I don't know. I need to to look that up, but I I did not. But I knew that they were older than Shirley was. Mm Because Shirley, I think, was born in 66. Okay. So, yes. And so once Spooner was done, then they were in a band called Firetown. Okay. And I think Firetown was formed in 1986. Okay. Then... I've heard of Firehouse. They're a hair metal band. Different. A little different? <laughs> okay. And that was, was all she wrote. That's I was going to say. Right? Bye-bye, baby. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That was all she wrote. <laughs> that's the only song I can think of, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, Finally Found the Love of a Lifetime. Oh, yes. That that's right. right? I do ballad. remember that. I think more iconic <laughs> than the songs themselves was the cover yes. to that album. Yeah. But it's probably just because they put a pretty girl on it. Right. So... Uh, that is uh, Duke Erickson, who I was talking about. Now, on guitar and keyboards, we have Steve Marker. And he is the one that actually saw Shirley Manson late at night on MTV's 120 Minutes, which was like, they kind of specialized in showing alternative Music videos. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah. D- did you ever watch that? Oh, absolutely. All the time. Yeah. That show was basically, it had this guy called Matt Pinfield, who was the host. Oh, I remember and Matt. And he was this, I could do a little Matt Pinfield riff, but he used to, he used to <laughs> talk, for it. he used to talk like this. And basically what he would do is say, oh, you know, Dave Grohl, the drummer for Nirvana. Well, anyway, yeah. he, uh, he knows this guy called, uh, Dave, uh, Wilson who works down at the, uh, barbershop and, uh, <laughs> You know, that guy, uh, what he does is, uh, you know, he uh, cuts hair for uh, somebody you may have heard of called uh, uh, Nile Rodgers, who, uh, you know, produced uh, some disco albums and was in a band called Chic, who, uh, anyway, he was like... He's he's not even, like, riffing this. This is something that Sam memorized. Right. No, but here's the thing about Matt Pinfield. He would do, like, this seven degrees of, like, Kevin Bacon thing with, like, every musician, and he would Mm -hmm. tie, like, some musician you know to some 
somebody that you know, and you would have no idea how he did it, but it would be this complex thing. Anyway, he was really smart and knew a lot of people, but uh, yeah, it was all based on like really like up and coming bands and like all focused on alternative music. It was great. So this particular night, and like I said, the legend has it that they played the video for this song, Suffocate Me by Angelfish, yeah. which Shirley Manson was doing backup vocals for the previous band. And so then she was getting a little bit more attention. So she was doing lead vocals in Angelfish. Yeah. And so I wanted to play the song for you. Definitely, like it's Ooh. it's darker. I like like it. yeah. That no, was, it's it's good. But shit. so that's the thing is that he's sitting there. Either he recorded it and watched it back later, or he was just watching it live, and just to see the music video and to to hear the way that she sounds and be like, this is a person that we need. Yeah. She even said in interviews, like looking back, how crazy it was that she just left her country. Mm-hmm. and and auditioned and yeah. you know granted it didn't work out right away but it definitely worked out yeah it's crazy it's also interesting that it didn't take the first time they got together yeah and then you know like some time passed and they tried it again and it worked like isn't that crazy to think about like in this day and age where i feel like everybody's so impatient just to like get things together and like make things Mm -hmm. happen you rush it yeah when you think about like when you hear stories about bands where they're like oh well we tried this one audition and it didn't quite work but then like two years later we just happened to meet up again and decided let's get back together and then we became the biggest band ever right when i hear stories like that i'm like something like that would never happen now yeah there's just Mm -hmm. no way so that's, there's, that's there's really no patience. No, anymore. exactly. Really interesting. In the documentary that I told you about, there's a, a I'm an, I'll play this clip. They make it seem like this is right after they had had her join the band. Yeah. And and it's a bit of them in the recording booth. It was a high pressured scenario for me. And I, I was really worried that I wasn't up to the task. I feel like I'm... Fuck off. I feel like I'm not singing. I think I'm doing the half step now instead of the whole step. Quite frankly, we were equally terrified of her. I mean, we didn't know how it was going to develop. We were trying to feel each other out, how far we could push each other. I was a bit intimidated by who they were and their abilities. I don't think we gave her any direction at all. I think Shirley was working on some of the first tracks and. And the three of us were sitting around drinking beer, wondering, what should we do? What should we tell her? And now it's the, the exact opposite, I think, that people would think three producers would be telling someone. But 
luckily it uh, it all worked out. So yeah. Oh, that was cool. Whoa. There you go. Yeah, okay. yeah. Very cool. Wow. Let's move on to you know what I don't like. I don't like that Spotify doesn't put the track numbers there because a lot of albums they would have the numbers next to the mm-hmm. songs. And for a situation like this, where I'm trying to tell you what track number it is, I have to count. Anyway, this is number four. This is medication. down track number four what do we think about medication uh i like the lyrics of this song a lot Mm -hmm. yeah um i really enjoyed reading through those i read that uh, shirley had given a interview in 2005 to blender magazine and they asked her what medication she was on (laughs) yeah and she said I'm so chock full of pills, I literally couldn't even tell you how many I take. (laughs) She said, it's frightening. I have pills to fix everything. And then um, when they asked her if they were working, she said, you tell me. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking I thought it was really funny. I saw that quote too. There's a part. I did not see that. That's awesome. Uh, That's why I love when you guys look up stuff as well. That's so cool. Uh, In the documentary in one of her dressing rooms or whatever. She had like a a big kind of like oversized dresser that I was really impressed with. And because in my personal life, in my room, I do not have enough room in drawers for any of my shit. So I was like, I want that dresser. But anyway, she's going through like drawer by drawer and showing uh, also hanging up in her closet some of her outfits that she really prefers to wear on tour and stuff that's been in like music videos and stuff that's been given to her but she gets to the top drawer and she was like and these are all my drugs (laughs) (laughs) but she was like all legal but these are my drugs so it was pretty funny yeah I love how they slow it down here and I do like the lyrics but it reminds me of how what she can do is the same thing that Amy Lee can do in Evanescence, where they both have a very different disposition than what they present in a lot of their songs. And that doesn't mean that they don't have stuff like in their past or behind them, but especially when you watch interviews and such with Shirley, you know, she's typically very, very happy, but she can bring up these emotions and and talking points in songs like this where it's a lot heavier and you can feel it you know within yourself um i don't know if there's a better way to say that but that's i i like that and and one of the other bands that i would liken that same thing to would be 
Evanescence. And in my opinion, that's high praise. I also read that part of this song was inspired by when she came to America and got sick the first time. Yeah. Because she was so confused by how the healthcare system works. So she wasn't really sure how to handle that and ended up like in the waiting room somewhere and just went, oh, I have a song (laughs) and started writing it down. That's I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So now we are going to move to the next song. This is, if I'm counting correctly, thank you, Spotify, track number five. This is special. Surprise, surprise, also might be my favorite song. It's a good song. It's a great fucking song. The video's a little crazy. (laughs) I don't know if you watched that. Mm -mm. She's basically in a fighter jet the whole time. Like you do. It's like you do. But there's a story to it. It's cool. I appreciate it. It's of the time. But yeah, this one is another contender for my favorite song. And I honestly just don't know. There's one more that might be my favorite, but I don't. Um, special. They can all be your favorites. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't think you know what favorite means. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Debbie Downer over That's here. That's what you said to me one time. <laughs> uh, I sometimes can be a Debbie Downer. That's my bad. Uh, this song was also featured on an episode of Dawson's Creek. They they like them some garbage over there, they do. don't they? This album came out like in prime Dawson's Creek mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Like the late 90s. So... But I, I mean, like this was a Pacey and Andy relationship song because mm-hmm. it's pretty negative. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to pretend like I know what you're talking about because I don't. Dude, you need to watch Dawson's Creek. Is it too late? Did I miss it? Probably. Like, it, yeah, you know, I, I tried to rewatch a couple episodes. And I couldn't it's a little do rough. It. It's a little <laughs> rough. Yeah, you know, the other depressing thing about that is that if you try to watch it now, it doesn't have um, the Paula Cole song as yeah. the intro. Oh, that's so weird. It's the same thing. Yeah, like fucking kind of just pay for it, people. So what yeah. you do is you mute it and then you wait. sing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, some talented people on that show. Yeah, for sure. Um, special. I'm and I'm just straight up gonna read this because I don't want to mess it up. It was released as the album's third single, and this is interesting. 
The track contains a vocal interpolation of a lyric taken from Talk of the Town yeah. by The Pretenders. Yeah, love that band. Chrissy Hind um, from The Pretenders. I love, love her voice. Great voice, a lot of yeah. Songs. Yeah, yeah, some good, some good stuff. Yeah, I thought that, I, I read that and I, I made it as a note too, which I thought was interesting. And when I read about it, they said that it was a interpolation of the lyric because I didn't know what interpolation meant. So I had to look it up. And apparently it means when you use a melody or portions of a melody from a previously recorded song, but you re-record it instead of sampling it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. I, I had to look that up. Well, and there's another one of those coming yes. up. Yes, yeah, there is. So it says, commercially, special reached number 15 in the UK. A lot of their songs were doing better overseas than yeah. they did here. I was yeah. noticing a lot of that, and which was kind of surprising to me. Maybe we just weren't ready I, I like I, I remember know. it being new for like an alternative group to have a female lead. And yes. like we had garbage and we had hole. Yeah. Like who else did we have really that that was actually, you know, with this much guitar and this much yeah. of a heavy alternative sound Probably to them. not with that heavy a sound. I remember the band Sneaker Pimps. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, them, yeah. You know, Six Underground. Six Underground, yep. yeah. Um, that, I remember having their album and um, that being, you know, pretty significant. I listened to that a lot, but um, yeah, I mean, that were really popular. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know. That's that's tough. If I thought about it more, I might be able to come up with some more names, but yeah, not, not a lot, it doesn't seem like. I can't remember, but did they have trouble finding a place for them on the radio I, as well? Yeah, I mean, because I think the fans found them right. one way or another, right. and then they they had them hooked. But if they don't have a home for their music anywhere, I mean, here in Ames we had one hundred five one, yeah, at the time, yeah. So they would sprinkle them in. But if you didn't really have a good home for this music then it was just, it was hard for word to spread. Yeah, I was going to ask you because I didn't remember really hearing them on the radio that much. So I was no. going to ask you if you- It wasn't, you it wasn't a lot. Okay, yeah. no. We had a radio station for alternative music. Did you but know? what, right. So what I was saying was because you weren't in the room at the time. I wasn't. <clears throat> and that's okay. We, that's all right. <laughs> this is, you can feel comfortable to do whatever you need to do in this house. The thing <laughs> you don't is- want to know what I just did in this house. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was saying was, was it hard for them to find a home on radio? Because maybe the stations that would have been a great home for garbage were so, I mean, like if you look at Spotify and you look up 90s alternative, it is all male. Yep. Like straight on down the line. Because typically it's associated with grunge, right? Right. So that's kind of where it generally goes. And, and this is a mix of essentially rock music plus electronica. Yeah. You know, and it's very expertly produced. I mean, especially it's, it's, because of Butch, Butch Vig. Sure. And, and, and we could get into some of the albums he's produced if you want to. Because yeah. It's a, it's a stunning list. But yeah, we were talking about this like crystal clear production and it's rock and it's electronica. And maybe I think it was one of the first bands that kind of mixed that so well. Right. That maybe it was just one of those things where people weren't really sure what, to, where, where to, if where to play it fit? on the radio, yeah. where do they fit? And if, 
yeah, like, is this something I'm supposed to be into? Do I really understand what's happening here? Because several years later, when electronic music was big, it was like, oh, yeah, garbage. You know, they were awesome. Yeah. Well, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no expert, but I feel like had they gotten the right type of exposure, they would have been even bigger. But I, I know that I'm biased Probably. to them because I, I love the band. Yep. But I, I feel like they should have been just as big as Alanis Morissette. Like, I see no reason why that couldn't have happened. But it, but but it must have been the sound that was holding them back because they couldn't find a home it's, at that particular time. One of the notes that I made that I was going to bring up later, I think, but it may be worth talking about now, is that it is busy. There, yeah. There's a mm-hmm. lot going on. It's a in, lot in, of in overlapping this, tracks. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff happening in this music. And so... I can see where that maybe wouldn't be, you know, really pleasant for like every ear. Like some people might just be kind of like, this is a little too much. It's a little overwhelming. There's I a believe, lot happening here. Yeah. I believe Marty McFly said it best. <laughs> Perhaps you guys aren't ready for this yet, yeah. but your kids are going to love it. Yeah. Pretty sure he said, maybe you aren't ready for that. Yet, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, fine. Um, anyway, should we go to the next track? Yeah. This one is called hammering in my head. I mean, we were just talking about it. This basically hits the uh, hammer on the head, (laughs) so to speak. (laughs) This track is called Hammering in My Head. And this is a classic example of how hard they were hitting it. And granted, this wasn't released as one of the singles. And rightfully so, radio was not ready for this track. But that you can just hear how many things are happening in this song all at once. Yeah. This reminds me of another album that came out around the same time that I purchased uh, called The Fat of the Land by the group Prodigy. Uh, Mm. You bought that. Oh, I did. Yeah. I have a funny story about how I bought that. I'll share very quickly. I was I used to, uh, you know, watch TV late at night as a kid and I was watching MTV one night and fell asleep with it on and I woke up in the middle of the night. And Firestarter by Prodigy oh, was on MTV. So it was like boom, cha chicka chicka boom, chicka. And I was just like, um, You're like what the fuck? What is the happening? shit is going on? <laughs> like, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. So, um, what happened was, is I got up the next day, I turned my TV off and tried to fall asleep um, after the adrenaline wore off. And then <laughs> I went to the record store and bought the album the next day. <laughs> wow. So they sold you. They totally did. That's yeah, great. By waking me up in the middle of the night. 
Yeah, no, I, I started like dancing uh, when this song came on because it sounded like, uh, like '90s video game music to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it just sounded like something you'd be like, I don't know, there'd be like a fight going on, you know. It also could very much have ended up in a rave that uh, you might have attended yeah, in yeah, the '90s. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, kind of a la the movie Go, perhaps. Oh, I love but that movie. but then but then mid song and a couple times they they slow it down and break it down for yeah. a second in the song. Yeah. And yeah, uh, one one drawback on this one, uh, there is some spoken word shit happening in this song. Yeah, and that's, that's never and good. We know how opinion. you feel right. about that. I totally understand. But anyway, do you have anything on this one, Veronica? I have a lot on this one. So first of all, <laughs> that's actually surprising. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> first of all, I love the way they put the distortion on her voice mm. on the vocals. That's yeah. really cool yeah. and very '90s and very alternative. Yeah, I don't think that's something she did on her own. <laughs> That would be quite the talent. You don't know. Maybe she did. That's true. That's true. (laughs) I also love the bridge on the song because it's like hitting you so hard and then you get a break and then it builds back up. It's really great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you know where the title came from? No. Would you like to? Yes. Shakespeare? Titus Andronicus. Oh, my God. Vengeance is in my heart. Death is in my hand. Blood and revenge are hammering in my head. Nice. Titus Andronicus. Well played. I told you it was going to get nerdy over here. Yeah, you weren't kidding. Wow. I wouldn't have have even known to look for that. It was on the one website. just, Just the website I was checking out. No big deal. Anything else? That's all I got. Yep. All right. Let's see. We're at one, two, three, four, five, six. This is track number seven, and this is called Push It. Thoughts on Push It? Um, this is not a Salt and Peppa cover. <laughs> it is, it's very That's different. what I noticed right from the get-go. <sighs> However, she, when she says Push It in that kind of breathy voice, uh, I was kind of like, why didn't they just like have Salt and Peppa included? <laughs> but one interesting thing I found yeah. is that uh, I'm excited. a writing credit actually went to uh, Herbie Azor, who wrote the Salt and Pepper hit "Push It," wow, because 
Uh, the song used enough elements from that one to warrant the credit. Awesome. And so, they didn't want to get sued again. Right. <laughs> but does that but does it like does a credit mean that he gets something from it? Oh yeah. Or, a okay. portion of the Yeah, it gets a portion nice. of, of whatever proceeds yeah. they get from it. Now there was another uh co writing credit because of You're uh, taking all my notes. Oh I am. <laughs> yeah, you no, do the no. next no, you do the next one. That's fine. You do the next one. Because there is another writing because credit. Because I that, that I believe I know this one. The only other note I had on this is that I feel like this song needs to be like if you read the lyrics and you listen to it, it's like, I'm pretty sure this was on some people's like workout playlist. Oh, fuck yeah. Right? Yes. Like, it just sounds like one, on of, one of those songs. So Push it. that's what I got. So what Sam was going to say that I also found was that uh, the one of the writers for the Beach Boys yes, was also credited on this. And interestingly enough, while they do not use the sample in the song like they originally intended, mm -hmm. they do use it when playing live because she can't sing twice at once. Now, you guys are stealing all of my shit because that's what I had. In this, in, I'm going to bring it up again because I really want you to watch it. The documentary. They end up like they they discuss that how originally they had the sample mm -hmm. and they decided it was just best if Shirley recorded the vocals, yeah. which they did. And they ended up someplace, some live gig where Brian Wilson was there and they they were trying to like they didn't want to make it weird for him. So they didn't go up and like get him on camera or anything like that. But what they did was two of the guys from the band stood there where you could see Brian Wilson behind them. <laughs> and they're like, there he is. <laughs> and, That's not weird. <laughs> and there was, they did have an interaction with him later where they said, Oh, Hey, we're so-and-so from garbage. And, and he just very much glossed over the situation, even though he knew, knew about it or, or whatever. Yeah. And just was like, Oh, nice to meet you. And then continued living his life. So, um, song sounds great. This is number three, and I'm going to say the final one that is a contender for my favorite song. And I keep bouncing back and forth on all of these three. Part of the reason why I love this one so much is what happens when they do it live mm. and how they just amp it up when it gets into that chorus. And I mean, you're talking like they just throw everything out there like the strobes and everything and it's just so immersive and cool and i i don't do know you, i fucking love that song do you know what television show used this song no that would be a little little known show called uh, dawson's creek oh for real <laughs> yep <laughs> man they just don't let up it, yeah there's I know there's at least one more that gets used in a TV show coming up. So it's Don't worry, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, it's interesting. Yeah, how many of their songs were used by uh like in entertainment? Yeah. You know, uh 
purposes, I guess. That's really interesting. But that was also not saying that they don't do it now. Yeah. But that was like just prime time for them to take songs from just pop culture and insert them in like kind of a la Beverly Hills 90210. You know, granted, this is a little later, but yeah. Buffy did it. Buffy used tons of music. Well, and they had a space for a band so they would do they right? would go yeah. into the club and then there would kind of like what the latest playing. twin peaks did yeah. where they would showcase Charmed somebody right. did it too yeah it was P3. all those wb shows yep. it was like and i think bands were probably just like yeah fucking put me on your show because they knew like a ton of people or their target audience were going to be watching yeah. so it made yeah. sense yeah so that is going to be where we are going to stop the uh, let's call it a sneak peek mm-hmm. of sorts of the Just garbage version 2.0. Just a little. Ooh. Oh, I didn't know that was coming. I did not <laughs> enjoy was that. that upsetting, Veronica? I, <laughs> I decided if I like that. It's there. not my favorite voice. <laughs> it was juicy. I could tell you right now I didn't like that. Um, <laughs> my headphones are very loud. I don't I don't know how yours life. are. But if you want to hear the rest of that episode, go to Album Monitor and uh, and you could uh, hear the rest of the album with us. And the rest of the episodes. And the rest of the episodes. There's a lot lot now. Yeah, Yeah, we've been doing pretty well on that. So uh, so there's that. Thank you to everyone who listened and thank you to you guys for not being furious that I lost half of the episode. So I mean, we did flip the table. Uh, Yes. Which was weird because there's no table. Yeah, well, it's... uh, I'm a witch. Virtual table flipping. Uh, Technology is great. And I'm going to get all this figured out so that way we never lose another recording again. But we'll start that next week. I'm going to go ahead and knock on all the wood in this room. Yeah, there's got to be some around here. Here we go. Excellent. Uh, So Put that away. uh, I'm For (laughs) for this week, thank you. (laughs) I just caught up to Veronica's dirty, dark mind. I think that's the first one of the episode. Good job. It was good. I do what I can. Uh, Sam, could you close us out, please? Yes. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) I thought that that's what you were going to stop. (laughs) 